Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymecoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. We all have a dream to go viral, but in today's day and age, it will take a stupid TikTok dance. The winners were forced to go viral by creating a stupid dancing trend. So who bopped to the top? It's time to talk all things Drag Race All-Star 7. It's an episode for Generation Z as performed by millennials. So joining this millennial are two representations from Gen Z, Amanda, please, and Austi of Austi Cosmetics fame. Hello. Hi. Hello. Um, how does it feel to be the representation of... Gen Z. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the future is in your hands. Well, what? actually, there's a new generation now. We're the old ones, too. Excuse me? There's a new generation. Gen Z no, is over. No, it's not. Who are they? What the hell? No, 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 no. Gen Z's dead. Who are they? Uh, let me look it up. It is Gen Z. There's, I think it's like Gen Y or something, or Gen Alpha. You can't go Y after Z. That doesn't make sense. I know. It, they mean they skipped Y. They made millennials millennials instead of Y. But no, there's because, a Gen Alpha, I think. Okay. Like Jenna Elfman? <laughs> yes, exactly. Ossie, oh, is that reference right over your head? Yeah, that definitely went right yeah. over my head. Dharma and Greg, great television program from the 90s. You should watch it. Um, well, I wasn't born in the 90s, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> Oh, liar. Wow. Both these <laughs> lie on this podcast. Um, all right. So I have a little bit of drag news uh, of the week. Shall I share it? Yes. Paolo Balastoros will be the official host of Drag Race Philippines. Um, he is a television host. Um, did a little research. He is very well known for makeup looks. Uh, there may or may not be rumors that he is not gay i don't know um but philippines is a different place and different world and we're gonna find out soon so um i'm excited because we also know that julie caliente is on the judging panel but she's not the main host um yeah so any filipino drag artists who want to come on the podcast to recap drag race philippines please come it's gonna be a fun time never ending (laughs) are you excited for drag race philippines i'm excited I love seeing all these new countries drags. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't really heard much about it, honestly. Well, if you listen to my DragCon special, you will know the exclusive from Jiggly Caliente when she said they, they ha- not only have Untucked, but episode one, it's fire. Oh, so it's already recorded. Oh, it's done. Yeah, it, it, it uh, will be on in a month. Wow. <laughs> Didn't like Manila do like some like that's called Drag Den and it is her own version of Drag Race. Oh, but isn't she involved in? No, 
I'm nope, no, that's Manila drama. Was like, yeah, Manila's like, I'm going to do this. And Rue's like, you thought, I'm going to do it better than you. Yeah. There's just yeah. too much to follow at this point. So I just kind of like... <laughs> You just um, cocoon and and just go away and no one ever hears from you because you never respond to anything, but it's fine. That is a lie. That That's what happens being a, a um, cosmetics mogul. Oh, yes. Um, you know, I'm just so busy with none of my stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> All right. We are nine episodes into Drag Race All-Star 7. How are we feeling about the season? like it but it's starting to get like super long yeah it's losing steam drag race is like you know queens are getting eliminated so you know when the end is coming and like i don't i didn't know the end was coming until like vivian said there's only four more challenges left and so i was like oh finally like yeah (laughs) we have a timeline yeah, I think it's been um, fun to see the Kumbaya and see everyone get to do all their things. But it should have been only like 10 episodes. I mean, we should only have a certain amount or mm-hmm. at like the this point, maybe drop two of them, like the lowest ranking people drop them out. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm just trying to find um, some excitement because there is no drama this season. No drama whatsoever. No, I feel like people aren't making like dramaful decisions on who they're yeah. like choosing to block nope i also feel like the challenges are getting kind of boring as the season is going mm-hmm. on like it started off really cutter. strong with that snatch game and then uh, yeah. yeah it's just you know I wish well let's would... oh good i wish they would do like that improv challenge that they did last season i believe where they like had to make a trailer for drag race that was mm-hmm. probably, like, oh the super cut yeah, yeah. No, that was cute. That was cute. All right. Well, let's dive into this episode. Raja is so happy. She won her second star and she's in the place she needs to be now. They said it was fun watching Raja do the lip sync, but she says it's only because the song was written in 1980 and she knew all the words. Uh, That was such a long time ago. That was like 40 years ago. Oh my God. So long. Oof. Putting in Viv. Viv has two stars, even though she could have won more. Jada says she's too cute to be blocked as she walks back in the room because it's like blocking your little sister. But that's the breaks, kid. Raja just points and laughs. And I feel like that's what I do to um, people like you too. Because <laughs> you're, just, you're just so cute, but I'm going to block you anyway. Fair. I just exited the chat right now. Literally. Bye. Well, Raj, Raj is going to reveal that she blocked Jada because she's ahead in the game and that's how it works. So Jada and the secret of the plunger. She's not going to talk about it and not call them out, but she knows the plunger holds as many secrets as pieces of real jewelry she's wearing, which is none. Uh, how much real jewels do you have on your bodies right now? This is just a chain. Uh-huh, from uh-huh. Amazon. I don't have mm-hmm. jewels, but this is real silver. And this is <gasps> Wow. Wow, oh, you are a wealthy you. white woman. <laughs> well, she's going to keep up the messy charade and play with Raja. And Raja wants to know what happens when you get plunged. And Jada says they should not block her. And I was like, that's a smart, funny move. That'd be really I funny. Think, I think they shouldn't block her. It would be hilarious. But now we're going to do a star count. Evie does not have two and a half. She only has two. Jinx has two. Raja has two. Vivian has two. Trinity has two. Jada has three and a plunger. And Shay and Monet are sitting together on the one-star alliance couch. Did anyone predict that happening? 
No. Not at I all. I didn't. Mm-mm. Not at all. But I was just going to say it. Shay is not performing this season. Is it because she's been on two excellent seasons, gave it her all, and she just can't top her best? I mean, I don't want to dive too far into this episode, but I thought she really performed in this one. She did, but we'll get to it. There's one reason why she did not get the top. It was her runway. Mm -hmm. It's like she used all her good runway ideas already. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just a thought. But with only three more weeks left, the insanity has come. Shay does her own version of the Macaulay Culkin, uh, which gets Jinx hysterical. Uh, Evie and her look make her look like her limbs are blending together. Um, Vivian is just gagging herself with her ball gag, and the inmates are just running the asylum. We love it here. Uh, this is what happens when Rue says, you are going to film a television program, and you're going to stay here the entire time. Oh, God. I wish we could see them living in their hotel rooms, too. I want to know what happens at night. I do, too. I want to see them, like, making their outfits last minute in their rooms or rehearsing their dances just in their tiny little room. I think that'd be so funny. Meanwhile, um, if Raja does not get her weed and her wine, I don't think she's a happy lady. It's true. Watching their porn DVDs over and over. What do you need in your hotel room? while you're filming a reality television program. Aussie, what, what are your two, two requests? Oh my goodness. And one of them can't be my phone. Correct. Makeup. Okay. Shocker. Um, that can keep me busy. And would it be Aussie Cosmetics brand? Uh, I would love if it were, but since we only have two products, <laughs> I'm probably going to keep myself that busy with it. Um, and then the next thing would probably just be like reruns of television shows, specifically Which, reality TV. Okay, okay, okay. Miss Amanda, please. Uh, probably maybe a sewing machine, mm. and uh, maybe like I would either say porn or a bunch of like movies that i haven't seen yet but wanted to see wow did not see porn coming out of amanda please's mouth ever sweet innocent not true oh i'm not that innocent no 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 all right it's the next day they have been playing the game for weeks and monet has only one star and she's perturbed and disturbed she is all the herbs um and i know uh someone on this podcast loves herbs right austin what weed <laughs> that's like you're intentionally like throwing like references in that i like would not get just to okay stupid <laughs> i'm not gonna I'm, you just gave me the layup that i can just slam down right now but i'm not gonna do it. i'm not gonna i'll make you look stupid later it's okay yeah, oh, it's not hard to make you look stupid exactly <laughs> um well if there's no time for table chat as rue and her no brows walk in this is why we give rupaul glasses because that ball-headed creature is scary looking rue needs glasses at all times Damn. She oh she had no yeah, she, she had nothing them. she shaves them if either of you ever do that done you're canceled I could never. Uh, the only time I would shave my brows is if I got on Drag Race. Actually, fine, that's okay. That you can just 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 make sure in confessional you draw them in the right places every time. 
Yeah, it could be like a, imagine just one series or like one season of Drag Race with just like Dragula style drags. Yeah. What season was that? Yeah. All right. Well, for this week's Maxi Challenge, it is a masterclass in branding that mixes humor, personality, and dance. They need to create their own signature social media dance challenge. It's not specifically TikTok because they do not have the rights for it. They will each choose a RuPaul song, but the dance needs to be 100% them. Oh, and they can use snag tights to bust a move. I don't know how many seasons they have been sponsoring this, but has anyone ever purchased a pair of snag tights? Has anyone ever worn them on the show? No, because they don't make skin color ones. They're all what like, is the point of snag tights? Why are they a sponsor? They're for quirky girls who like, you know, green tights. Amanda, please. That feels like your character. I don't wear green tights. I don't know. Amanda, please would. Amanda Bynes would. <laughs> Austin, do you have any uh, snag tights? No, I'm a Capizio girl. Uh huh. Do they have Capizio out in Los Angeles? Uh, an in-person store? I don't know. You'll have to find out. Yeah, but I, I know my color and my size, so I can buy them online too. But I'm trying to find a shortage. So, mm. all right. Well, Raja is familiar with dance challenges on social media, but does she participate in them? Fuck no. She's intimidated by dancing, but she is going to figure out what she's selling. The Vivian says that she's very well known for her walk, so Raja can teach them how to put dance into a runway walk. Trinity then tells her she can port- incorporate lifting a glass of wine, praying to her crystals, because that's what she believes she does while she's alone. Um. If you went the Raja direction, what are the two dance moves um, that people would think you would do? Obviously, for Austin, it's apply makeup and wine. Wine, no, vodka sprite. No, no, I mean wine, like complain. <laughs> I'm funny. Amanda, oh, please, what about my you? God. Wait, so are you saying if it was me doing this challenge or if I was Raja? If it was you and like the oh. two things that you do at home all the time. Oh God. Um, I play with my hair a lot when I'm wearing a wig. Mm-hmm. You can ask anyone who's seen me in drag. I'm just always playing with my hair. So something with that. And then I can't dance. So I just wave my arms around a lot. So something with that as well. I'll see. What do you do at home all the time? And remember, this is a not really family podcast. So don't keep it clean. Don't. <laughs> I record content for my OnlyFans um, all the time. No, um, something I do at home all the time. It would definitely be, yeah, something along the lines of applying makeup. I'm really playing up this persona, apparently. And- You're trying to sell your brand. I appreciate it. This is called free publicity. Aussie Cosmetics. You're Vivian, you can just take it to the most annoying extreme. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then... My other thing that I do at home a lot, I'd probably be like walking in heels. <laughs> I love just putting my heels on and walking around. You have downstairs neighbors. Yes. Pray for them. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> All right. Trinity is going to ask everyone what their brand is. And unironically, Evie says she doesn't have bones in her body. Um, facts are kind of facts. She's very, very nimbly. Uh, the Vivian's brand is she's a rich housewife from Liverpool who made it big, went to Hollywood, snorted all of her savings, and ended up back in Liverpool. 
I think her brand should be she stole a crown from Davina DeCampo. Your choice. Damn. Mm. I'm still bitter. That you're be better. I don't think she's. I'm. She sucks. She should not have won season one. Davina was better. I mean, when you think about it, they kind of made the season for the Vivian twin. Yeah, not fair. That's fine. Uh, Monet's brand is funny urban. She thinks in her mind it's an easy challenge, but it's too, is it too easy? What is she forgetting? Just you wait, girl. You're going to find out you did it completely wrong before Rue tells you what to do. Jada thinks she's very beautiful and glamorous and she doesn't like to do too much and she doesn't want to work too hard and she doesn't think that people should be doing the same thing out there. She, no one should be working hard. What a relatable queen. Um, I don't think I should be working hard. That, that I, I think I should put out a podcast and everybody should listen to it automatically. But that doesn't happen. But she's going to show them the diva dance moves. <laughs> um, are either of you divas? No. No. Well, I mean, myself. I don't know about her, but <laughs> I am definitely not a diva. Now, Trinity only has three dance moves anyway, so she will incorporate them into one little dance. It's her famous ass shake, which she calls the washing machine. Something to do with her tuck and then a hair flip. Boring. So she's a drag queen. Yeah. That's she- her brand? She's a drag queen? No, but she sells like the tucking brand. Okay, we'll get to it. Well, we will definitely get there and discuss her and her tucking brand. Um, now, obviously, Amanda, you said that your um, signature move is flailing your arms. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of flailers out there, so you've joined that company. Austin, mm-hmm. what is your signature move? Mine's definitely um, something along the lines or just walking around going like this. <laughs> what 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 do we want to call that? Is that it's not you can't call it a duck walk, but it's kind of like duck. Wendy Williams. Okay, oh, no, the Wendy Williams. Williams. What should we call it? Um, give it a name. Yeah, I'm not very creative. We can call it the Wendy Williams. <laughs> all right, all right. Evie <laughs> is feeling very lost. She loves dancing, but she's just not hip with the viral phenomenons. She only watches cat videos. What do both of you watch on YouTube? What's a, on YouTube? Well, or TikTok. I love, okay, everyone makes fun of me for this, but I love watching small businesses package their orders. <laughs> it is such a guilty pleasure. Oh, I actually watch what? those too. I like watching so those fun. as well. Why? It's just so like, I mean, a lot organization. Of yeah. And it's just like seeing people like, Maybe it's a little bit like inspiration. I don't know, but I just okay. love them. Fair, fair. Uh, Amanda, what about you? Um, I do like watching those kind of videos. Um, specifically people, they do like classic video games or like comic book stuff because it's cool to like share fun facts about like this is the rarest game that someone's ordering, blah, blah, blah. Or um, on YouTube specifically, I like to watch a lot of video essays. So just like long videos about movies I've never seen and then just have opinions on them, even though I've never mm-hmm. seen them. Makes sense. Makes sense. I, I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. On YouTube specifically, <laughs> Trisha Paytas's ASMR channel. <laughs> um, she's a funny girl, isn't she? Come on. I love her ASMR channel, especially her POV videos. Oh, oh my god. Um, I watch roller coaster POVs all the time. Silly. Love them. 
it's super fun if you're high too. Have you ever done like a VR 360 roller coaster video? No, I don't do the VR thing. I'm too old for that. Doing the VR thing, just like, but like, what? It's not full like 360. I can't move my head and see what's going on around me. There definitely are those on YouTube and stuff, but that's not for me. I'm gonna do it. I need like the full VR fantasy, and I'm I'm not I'm I'm not buying that shit. No way. No no way. Next next episode, he'll have the VR goggles. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, listen, they were on Amazon Prime Day for a cheap price, but I was like, no, 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 no. Not also, do it. Shea Coulee has a sponsorship with Meta now and Oculus. Really? Shame. Yeah, I think she has like that, you know, the Beat Saber thing. Oh. I think she has a, I think she like teaches something with that. I remember seeing a video of that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, Evie knows that going viral takes personality, comedy, and memorability. You want to see something you can pass to your friends. She's going to plan on wiggling her body and then ending it with a backflip and a neck-breaking twist that's, that's, that snaps and splats on the floor. That is exactly what I want to do because I do it every morning. It's called getting out of bed because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not very <sighs> No, because you're... He, what is, not, not you. <laughs> yeah, because you're also, a spry young child. She mm-hmm. also didn't do that in her dance challenge. She sort of kind of did, but it was it was doable. Um, now we will watch Jinx Monsoon in the wild as she devours a peanut butter sandwich. What the fuck is she doing? Well, finding out if she can eat a sandwich in her four bars. She knows that most of her dance moves are a bit antiquated. So she's going with peanut butter sandwich approach. And from this moment, I was like, I know what song Jinx Monsoon got. I know she's working with peanut butter. Um, do you think she took this from Crafty or is this a request that she asked the PAs for? I think it's from Crafty. You think it's from Crafty? I think it would be a request. I don't, I do, do you think craft services would just have a loaf of bread and some peanut butter? Maybe they might. That's true. Well, that, no, actually, no, 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 we're taking it back. These are a bunch of homosexuals working on the show, there's no carbs there. Also, Jasmine Masters had the loaf of bread and she brought that from home. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, there's the challenge where she's the old lady challenge where they're dancing and she has a loaf of bread. And Rue's like, Where'd you get the loaf of bread? And she brought a duffel bag just of snacks because she knew craft services sucked. Wait, is that again? Jasmine Masters. Oh, yeah. But maybe, well, because the peanut butter was in like a paper bowl. Was it? Well, they, they, even if she had a jar, she, they cannot put the jar on screen because of uh, brand. But they usually like will tape it out. You know what I mean? That's fair. That's, that's true. true. I feel like if it was request, they would just tape it out. Well, she knows it's a risk, but she is going to trust her gut, and her gut tells her to feed her peanut butter. Um, I like peanut butter. I'm not like the biggest peanut butter. I'm like I'm not one of those people who's going to just eat it out of like eat, scoop it out and eat it. I don't. I can't do that. I need it with something in the past during college when you were poor. No, just when you were drunk after a night out. No, when I was a kid, actually. Oh, gotcha. I used to call it a peanut butter spoon. I mean, to be honest, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I call it a peanut butter lollipop. That's what I call a it. A peanut butter lollipop. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So she wants this to be like the cinnamon challenge, which is when you would eat an entire spoonful of cinnamon. Did either of you partake in the cinnamon challenge? Absolutely. No. God, no. Do you know anyone who did? My brothers did. I think my cousins did. 
And what was it like when they did it? Did you point and laugh? I mean, naturally, yeah. But it just coughed up a bunch of cinnamon. (laughs) Do we know where that started? Who started it? Why did they start it? Wasn't it Glozell? Didn't she Glozell? She she was the one who took it to the extreme. She didn't start it. She was the one who was just like, oh, I'm following this cinnamon challenge, but I didn't know what size spoon to do. Why has Glozell not been on Drag Race? She should have been on this challenge. We like, love Glozell. I love her. Like as a judge? Yeah. Oh, I, I honestly didn't even know she like was like a personality. She's so good. Maybe she's like out of it. Maybe she's no longer like a big name anymore. I don't know. Well, she yeah, is. She's... She has like this. Um, She had like this YouTube thing or Netflix show or something where she's like, I was in the public eye because of this. And now I'm not. And this is like. Oh, story to get back into it or something like that. I don't know. Interesting. It's a little documentary, I think, though. Lozelle, if you want to come on a podcast, you can come on anytime you want. Let's have fun. If you do the cinnamon challenge, though. Yeah, absolutely. Jinx is going to offer her peanut butter to Raja, who politely declines. And Jinx thinks it might be because she's allergic, but no, no. Raja is Southeast Asian. She's not allergic to anything. Being allergic is a white people thing. True. What are you allergic to? Huh? I actually laughed out loud to that. Yeah, it was very funny. Are you allergic to anything? I'm not. Neither am I. No food. The only thing I'm allergic to is seasonal allergies. That's my thing. <laughs> yeah, seasonal allergies. And I think like cats. That's all I know. Musical? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Everyone's allergic to that musical. Rue walks in saying <laughs> Wagon Wheel Watusi because I guess she just loves Cher that much and that had made no sense and she's She's, she's getting to the point where she doesn't have anything else to do. She's senile. She is. Viv <laughs> joins Rue first, who reminds her that she has two legendary legend stars. Will this be her lucky third? Viv will say that she's not the best dancer, and Rue will say dancing on the upbeat is a white folks prerogative, uh, a.k.a. my two panelists. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hello. Uh, she's going to be doing this uh, so you know you can't dance Vivio, and Rue loves when people use their name in portmanteau and make it a new word, uh, because Rue never does that. It's like, oh. Vivio. Isn't that a brand already? Vivo. Is it Vivo? Vivo and Vimeo. Is Vimeo? Yeah. So it's yeah. Vivio. Okay, so she got away with that. Vivo is for getting spoilers for TV shows, right? I think that's how I used to get the challenge spoilers. Isn't Vivo the music thing? Oh, the, the, Vivo? Vim, then maybe there is a Vivio. Vimeo I don't know. is like YouTube. No, Vimeo. But... Yeah, Vimeo I know, but th- I don't know. Watch Viv- Mojo. <laughs> watch, <laughs> watch Mojo. They should hire new people. Their people suck. And I'm talking about the people who create those lists. They're terrible. Yeah, them and BuzzFeed are really falling off. It's annoying. Oh, sure. Yeah. All right. Rue will tell her that Vivio performs well in the mouth. And I hear that's what they used to say about Aussie down in the village. Huh? No? Not true? <laughs> it's called kitchen, not the village. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Shay has done branding before, as she has a beer called Shay Cool Ale. Uh, and she's also released a Shea butter-based soap called 100K. Have either of you released anything recently? Mm. well i mean <laughs> yes <laughs> this is literally my here 
you're allowed to plug it right now. You do it, bitch. You've about it the entire time. Okay, I know. Fine. Yeah. Recently, I started my makeup line, Oxycosmetics, and we released three products, um, a 15-pan eyeshadow palette, as well as two liquid lipsticks. Um, right here. <laughs> I have one of the lipsticks. Um, yeah, you can find them at oxycosmetics.com. Right now, we're currently on a hiatus because I did just move from New York City to LA, but we will be back up and running in like a couple days. So, yeah, and and when if you enter my um okay. 500th episode podcast um giveaway, you might win it. So, just saying, just saying. Um, okay. now, Aussie, yes. When you become bigger and you invite artists to collaborate with you with Aussie Cosmetics, mm-hmm. um, what will you allow Amanda please to have a line of? Is it going to be a palette? We already is talked be, about this. Is oh it God, a lip stain? What is what is it going to be? I can't remember. <gasps> I can't remember. Well, oh, clearly, wait. shit. Well, clearly, this was important. I think. Well, the lipstick, the shade punch, was one that I helped choose. So technically, yes. that was already part of the collaboration. Yes, Aussie X Amanda. But we did talk about a collection. I think it was like almost like a. Uh, was it eyeshadow? I no. don't know. But I think the theme was like 90s, almost like. Oh, yeah. It was like an early 2000s yeah. um, kind of like Nickelodeon vibe. Like very. It would have, it would have logo. <laughs> It'd be like the Amanda Show logo, or it was like the purple and the pink. Very cute. Um, Very cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like product-wise, anything she wants. What about the um, Aussie Cosmetics X Block Talk line? What's that going to be? Um. Well, it could be. Let's see. Well, what do you want it to be? <laughs> be your line. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, if I'm ever going to have a, uh, a shadow palette, we know what colors are going to be in it. It's going to be a lot of teals, um, yeah. a little, some purple, some, some white and black. You got to have white and black because those are important. Uh, so that's probably my color of palette. Um, and then probably like some glitters. Oh, absolutely. Glitters. You got to have some um, silver, silver glitter would be beautiful. Yeah. Or like an iridescent. Um, iridescent. Yeah. We, look at this. The future is arrived. The collection. Well, meanwhile, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Be a collab between Aussie Cosmetics and one Rue girl. Who would it be? Both of you. Um, current Rue girl. Uh, anyone you want? Okay, fine. We'll do a current Rue girl. I want to see oh, Aussie Cosmetic, what huh? What other Rue girls can be? One that's not been announced. Oh, future. I want to see Austi Cosmetics X Georges. Ooh. You're going to say Georges. I don't know why. Because it's going to be um, very green and very weedy. Very green and very weedy. Uh, maybe Austi Cosmetics and either like maybe like of recent seasons like Willow or Diabetti. Yes. I'd love to. I think you and Diabetti could have a really good collection together love to do a collab with them well i'll, I'll ask her when i interview her eventually she just followed me actually my god that's so cool yeah so who knows maybe who knows 
All right. Well, Shay is going to be bougie and banshee. She can do Claire Huxable, but turn it to Samuel L. Jackson. She will be doing the shakedown. She will shake her ass proper, and she will shake Rue down for a legendary legend star. Trinity reveals that when she changed her name to Trinity the Tuck, she started selling tucking panties on her website, and they sold out. Oh, and they're not actual like tucky panties that you can like use that are fresh. They're moldy, oldy, oldy, disgusting Trinity the Tuck tucking panties. I mean, work. I bet you the creepos bought them. They loved it. You know, they loved it. She said they sold out. So, like, yeah. But the creepos of Florida probably bought them. You know, first when she said that, I was like, work. Like, you're a business woman, sell them tucking panties. And then she's like, oh, they're used. And I was like, Oh, no, disgusting. I knew Gia Gunn sold tucking panties, but they were like not used. And they were just like, here's really good tucking panties for you. Exactly. And those sold out really fast. And then right. she's like, no, these hey, have yeah, been in my butt crack. Are really good. Well, Rue is going to tell her she wants to see her do the tuck. Um, will that mean she's going to show her how to tuck or is it going to be funny? We're going to find out. But hmm. we're now with Evie and Rue will tell Evie that when she thinks about her, she thinks about Gumby. Is that a backhanded compliment? Kind of. If someone Uh-oh. called me Gumby, I'd be like, oh, fuck you. I mean, as a tall, lanky person, well. I get called Gumby a lot. Yeah, I'm kind of used to it by now. It's just you know what a low blow to tall. Do you know what Gumby character I used to be called a lot? What? Blockhead. <sighs> I'm trying to picture. The, oh, the yeah. red ones with the, the, the block heads. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Mm-hmm. She also thinks about the wacky waving inflatable two people. And this is the second time I've talked about wacky waving inflatable two people on this podcast because we also have referenced it in Drag Race France. Crazy times. Everything's blending together. The best wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube person drag number I've ever seen. Her name is Auntie Chan. She's a Chicago queen. It is the funniest drag number I've ever seen. She's in the costume and... It's up there. I love Chicago drag. It's so funny, but she's just in it and it's just, she just pops off in the costume. It's so good. Rue tells her that she wants to know who her consumer is and what they want from her. How can she market oddly? Evie says the kids who do relate to her just want to buy a little bit of confidence in being weird and freaky. Evie's brand is the angsty, chaotic, messy teenager. Her dance will be to embrace all the oddities and putting them into your oddities. All right, Evie has some ideas, and Ostie is not liking this. No, there is a stank face coming from Ostie Cosmetics right now. Well, I just didn't like the bodities. <laughs> yeah, it was a choice of a term. All right, Jinx has multiple ideas, as multiple personalities should have multiple ideas, says RuPaul. She is thinking a dance of, out of making peanut butter sandwich. Um, what it would look like if you shimmy while making a sandwich. Have either of you danced while making a sandwich before? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say I haven't, but I don't want to say that I have not. That's fair. I'm sure it's Ru- there. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rue will say she likes sandwiches, even though she doesn't need a lot of them because she has to take the bread off. So peanut yeah. butter. <laughs> Just Well, sandwiches. Yeah, fair. What <laughs> is Jinx brand? She's a wannabe actress who hasn't quite made it, but she's also a single mother learning about current culture from her adult deadbeat son. Now, I know there has been a lot of people questioning this and being like, where is this brand from? But there was an entire Wow Presents show on YouTube called Cool Mom starring Jinx Monsoon and her deadbeat adult son. So this is a brand that that she is bringing back to the world 
So yeah, this has been around for a while. My favorite episode is when uh, Cool Mom brings on her cool her own Cool Mom, played by Devin Green. Oh, I forgot about that episode. I love uh-huh. the driving one. I but love Devin Green. My question is: Is it fair for her to do something like that? Um, we're going to discuss someone who should have taken their YouTube show and made it their own fucking dance because then they would have been in the top. It would have been a two Mm -hmm. or maybe a shoot. Um, but we'll, we'll discuss Raja's failure in a bit. Um, but still, is that fair? Because yeah, it's fair. It's their brand. It's, 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 they are bringing the wonder. Yeah. They are bringing the all-stars back. They part of branding, as we will see with Jada you bring back the references that we know. That's yeah, how you like, brand yourself. All of them have like the show opportunities in order uh, to create that persona because like, I mean, obviously Jinx is Jinx, but like if she has wow helping her create that persona, like while she's doing Cool Mom, then that's almost like an advantage um, for this show. Whereas like if another queen didn't have that collaboration process then they're kind of at a disadvantage. I think with these shows, though, it's not really WoW giving them the personas. I think it's even the them coming in with the idea and then them just kind of editing around the concept because she's always kind of marketed herself as that since her original season. That's true. Um, but mean, yeah, help when we talk about... Crazy. Yeah. Um, but like also Vivian had a WoW present show. Didn't Evie do something with WoW? No, she didn't. Jada. Did anyone a... watch uh, the Vivian show? Did anyone watch any of their shows? I will go watch Tartan Around because I like Lawrence Chaney. Uh, I like Jinxes. Jinxes was fun. I've seen a couple episodes of Jinxes. The only main one I watched those. Uh... Yeah. My favorite Jinx video ever on WoW Presents was when she did her um, cut Snatch Game characters. Oh, so funny. That's the first time we will see her do Judy. So we know it was a good one anyway. But my favorite is when she did Poppy. It was so stupid. She did. Um, Well, yeah, it was just her going through Rolodex. Like, honestly, it was probably someone just throwing out names and her doing on the spot. Her doing Vanjie was very funny. You should go watch it. She's a very talented young lady. Her non-WoW present stuff. She has a video on how to pole dance. And it's the it's so you have to watch it. If you haven't seen Jinx Monsoon teaching you how to pole dance, it's great. Highly recommend Someone it. told me I should learn how to pole dance. And I said, the, the pole will break. Are you kidding? Watch Jinx's video. She'll teach you. Okay. okay. Austin, have you learned to pole dance? No, but I want to. You should. You should try it. You should get into it. Make it your niche. Then, yeah. Yeah. In, in, here in LA. Yeah. One of my toxic traits, though, is trying to come up with talents that I would do on the talent show in all stars and you do shea coulee and learn uh, uh pole dancing in a week and be like that's my talent well not in a week i would hopefully do it better than shea but... well we, we will help you austin because we have what 57 seasons before you get on there you go kidding. Rude. Um, kidding. you never know what I mean, if i hey. you on i could already be on you, uh, you that's could do true. drag for a year and get on so who knows yeah. that's true Monet will tell Rue that her brand is charisma and how she infuses it with street smarts in Urbana. She's calling her dance the exchange like an ex. And the story is you go to a club and you're looking right at your ex is there at the club, but you don't want to confuse him. So you push him away. And Rue is like, huh, 
I don't know. Now, we know from watching this show, and Rue is not liking something, you throw that idea away because it's mm-hmm. not going to work. Rue is going to offer her idea of money and showcases money moves. And uh, Rue is like, I have to coach you on everything, you stupid children, a.k.a. this is my show. Why are you giving me dumb ideas? Here's mine. Do it, and I will give you a win. How many times have we seen Rue tell someone to do something and then they win? It's true. True, but when Rue tells someone to not do something and then they still win. Yeah, that's very rare. Exactly. Um, Like it's much more rewarding. What's funny is Monet, I think, is the one queen on that whole entire group that I think had the first or like the biggest viral like Rue girl TikTok. Of this. What was it? No, I mean, in like in life, because I think the, uh, for some reason, my TikTok algorithm never wanted me to see anything related to drag. The only one I ever saw was Monet doing, you remember the thing where I was like, you throw the shoe up in the air and you kick it and you're in a new outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she did it to brown skin girls. That one like got huge. Really? And like, I've never seen any other crew girl, at least on that group, go viral. Rock'em Soccer is doing great on TikTok. I have TikTok. I never open it. I don't get it. I don't I don't care to get it. It's so daunting. It is. Especially because so so much of it is so cringy. And I'm like, I want to do this. This challenge. Cringy oh. too. Well, Monet has learned that when RuPaul giveth you a suggestion, you run to the bank and take it. We're going to head to the set and see a giant white screen and a bit of a fun montage of the queens rehearsing. It's not really something we've seen on the show before, but it was still in theme and kind of fresh. And I kind of like this because you didn't get spoiled with anything. Mm. The show didn't tell you how to feel about certain per- people's performances. Um, they're going to walk through um, in a cool behind the scenes moment. And I like this, but it's also kind of fun to see how these eight are seasoned professionals. So they know what they're doing. And that's why I think this works. Like if you try to do this for a new contestant season, it wouldn't be so smooth. They all knew exactly how to be on screen, what they wanted and how to make it work. So I like this segment a lot. It was cool. It was silly just to see them be stupid. Yeah. We're going to head straight to runway day and they are going to get to see how their dance challenges turned out. Trinity wants another star, but Monet is feeling really good about the challenge. So she looked very fly because apparently Trinity made Monet the look she was wearing in what time? How did she do it? When did she do it? Trinity made Monet's outfit. Yeah. For the challenge. Hmm. Maybe oh. in her dressing room, in her um, hotel room, apparently I'm, I'm looking at it. Damn, the talent. It's the green one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mesh. Crazy. Shay wanted to make hers good, so she gave her dancers Alvin Ailey choreo, and that's that. When she was younger, she wanted to be an Alvin Ailey ballet dancer. Cue at the ballet from A Chorus Line right now. (laughs) Um, She says, for Black dancers, it's the creme de la creme. Her dance challenge is a nod with her own spin on the upper echelon dance company. And she can't wait to see people do the shake down. Um, are either of you seasoned Alvin Ailey ballet dancers? I went to Scammed, girl. I did not go to Alvin Ailey. Scammed is close to Alvin Ailey. It is. It's only a couple it's blocks close. away. Have I, Aussie, have you been to see an Alvin Ailey ballet? No. Do you like ballet? Absolutely not. All right, there it is. So you hate Lady Camden. I see. 
Yeah. <gasps> and you hate well. Brooklyn Heights. You know what? And you hate Brooklyn Heights. Yeah, fuck her. And you hate Lemon. No, I'm kidding. No, I don't. Did Lemon do ballet? Yes. Ballet? Of course she did. Absolutely. I'm so confused. That's her her background. She's a ballet dancer. That makes so much sense now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Monet wants to do something with Shay when this is all over, but what shall they be called? Mo Shay, Shay Mo, Shay Nay. But before they can pick, Jada's like, I want to be in it too. Shanae J. <laughs> when should we expect their debut album? Tomorrow. Yeah. I'm literally for it. Literally. I'm surprised they didn't drop an album the day the episode came out. So literally. Um, if you two collaborated on um, a piece of musical art um what was your combo be what do you mean oh god like like combine your names oh um i was like dance combo none um five six seven eight um what would it be it's really hard i tried to do it it's like no it doesn't work so i guess you can't collaborate sorry we could just be austy please yeah (laughs) Um. Yeah, that that will work. I think right. the only way we could do it. Yeah, Jinx feels good uh, and thinks hers went pretty well. She's worried about the dance, but she's sold about her Jinx Monsoon comedy and character. She feels good that people might want to recreate or at least watch others do it. I'm in that camp. I will Venmo you both three dollars if you recreate Jinx's dance. I honestly I thought about getting a loaf of bread to do it. Right. I right. didn't buy a bread though. That's right. Jinx is putting on a character. What she does. Trinity best. felt great as it's her brand and that's her humor, and she feels like she can work. But it's the curse of an all-winter season, so anyone can really win. Now we're gonna do a little math here. Jinx says that if Monet and Shay win, then they will have two stars, but Jada will have three. If anyone else wins, it'll tip the bucket. Either Shay or Monet and Monet will catch up today, or two queens will pull into the lead almost right basically right but it doesn't really matter because there's still two more weeks left no she's right though because she pulled into the lead and one of them pulled up but it didn't tip the bucket of like all right the two two people are automatically in yet that's what i think she was trying to refer to i mean i'm or or eliminate anybody like she's still in in contention Rita and jinx are basically in but then if Oh yeah, you're right. Unless Shay uh, Shay loses again next week, then she's right. So mathematically, no one's out yet, uh, which is part of why I hate this this twist. Um, yeah, silly, silly. I mean, the, not technically though. I mean, what? I mean, there are people that are basically out. Who? Shay. Say their names. He's basically done. Like she, there's no chance he could win the next two weeks, and she would be, have three stars. You think that's true? I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, though. But like, there's no way. Never I mean, say hey, never. This is crazy. On her season, <laughs> you know, the winner won one challenge, and it was a co-win with Shay, and she won the whole entire thing. But true. even still, um, how? I wonder how they're going to do it. Let's say if there's like five people with three stars. Yeah, that's going to be the big question. I don't think we know yet, um, but um, we'll see. We'll see when we get there. 
the I mean, Vivian is producer shenanigans. That's true. So who knows? The Vivian is feeling good as her roly polies are breaking through America. Jada thinks it's going to be a new sex position. Monet thinks it might already be. Uh, let's talk to our OnlyFans sex expert, Aussie. Is it? Why am I being attacked? I can't even remember what the position is, but probably. Probably. Oh, well, the chat now is going to turn to who they will block should they win. The Vivian would be pissed if she got blocked as it is this close to the finale. Jada would be pissed to be blocked two weeks in a row. And then there's Raja, the soothsayer. She says the most logical to be, she is the most logical to be blocked as she's never been. She is convinced there are secrets. So she tells us that maybe she wants to be blocked more than she wants a star. What a risk. What a moron. Don't say that. On reality TV, so do not say the negative because the negative will come true. Mm-hmm. But I think I thought they really would have been like, she really wants this, so we're not going to give it to her. But no. damn. It's it just like awful. on Survivor or Big Brother. I feel safe. Gone. I'm also sick of Vivian being like bitter about, well, I was blocked. Like, yeah, Jinx was blocked twice. Yeah. Well, Trinity was blocked the week she won too. Shut up, Vivian. Thank yeah, you. That, yeah, that that kind of does like she's really holding on to that. And there's been like three people that have won while being blocked. So yeah. all right. All right. Well, who will be the top two? Trinity, who will fist fight? Apparently, Trinity Trinity and Jada. And Evie will ask the room who's gonna fist. And it's still Jada and Trinity. <laughs> I'm not gonna yak yak anyone's yum, but um if they're into it, good for you. I I, I've heard stories. I had a friend who had a friend who go to, went to the hospital because of a fisting accident. Not for me. The fist gets stuck. Fisting accident? You don't just accidentally fist someone. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like you, you, you go in too hard and you break something. Ooh. Yeah. Not for me. Not for me. Those who do it, good for you. Um, Pickling the tummy from the inside. Yikes. Not for me. No, no. <laughs> This is now going to cause Jinx to go Looney Tunes, which is one of her two settings, uh, Looney Tunes or Emotional Breakdown. And I feel like those are my settings too. Um, and no, Raja, I don't have an off switch either. <laughs> um, do either of you ever go to Looney Tunes? What makes you go to Looney Tunes? Probably sleep deprivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stress. Honestly, sometimes waking up early. Uh huh. Yeah, so this episode? too. Does it for me? No, I was up at seven. Why were you up so early? Well, one, the time zone, two, my former job had me getting up at 5 30. So I haven't like really adjusted. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. I wish I had that because I'm a fucking brunch queen and I have to be up so early for every gig I've done. Girl, in New in California, they have they're doing drag gigs at like five and six. And like, this is where I meant to be. Yeah, that's nice. I'm jealous. And by nine or ten, like yeah, because they close at two. No, they just changed that more in West Hollywood. Uh, That's true. That's true. To move here because I was like, yes, bars close at two, and then literally a couple days before I moved here, the city voted on keeping bars open till four a.m. in West Hollywood specifically, and that's where I live. And it was passed, so now bars are open till four a.m. How fun! Not fun. (laughs) <laughs> it's too late all right let's head to the runway and see what's in store first rue looks sizzling in silver a uh, very cute mini number she's wearing i liked it we love the hair she is no longer a blonde she's she's an old lady she's doing the white thing a lot we have 
Michelle Visage, Carson Kressley, and the kid who played Deer in Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> ben she gave I won't share his name, but his best friend basically just got fired from his daddy's produced musical in exchange for a mean girl. What? Uh, wait. Is- he, his best friend just got fired essentially from his daddy's produced musical in exchange for a mean girl. In exchange for a mean girl. Is Wait, like fucking his father's a producer on that show too? Yes. What show? Oh, is that that, why do you think she got the part? Yes, he's one of the lead producers on it. What? Her father isn't the producer. No, Ben Platz is. I didn't know that. Okay, because yeah. everyone kept saying her father was, and I'm like, that's not no, true. No, no, Ben Platz is. Oh. Yeah. Nepotism. It's real. Um, and yes, Leah Michelle is a fucking mean girl. I can't wait for all that drama. Oh. I'm so excited. Listen, maybe Ben Platt will be waving through the podcast to say to ask why I dislike him so much. Waving through the Zoom window. His boyfriend yeah. blocked me on Grinder after I said hello to him. <laughs> Noah? Yeah. Allegedly it was him. I don't know. Don't really know if it was him or not. My mom loved him. Boyfriend in his bio. Do you know <laughs> that I was Noah Galvin's child wrangler? Who's Noah Galvin? Uh, his boyfriend. Actor. I was his child wrangler in 2010 on the Burnt Part Boys at Playwrights Horizon. What's I was his hilarious. fucking child wrangler. What's his trial wrangler? So he so, was he was 16 at the at the time, so he was technically underage, and I had to be his child wrangler. And with the one other um, kid in the show, basically I just had to like make sure they did their homework, did what they were supposed to do. And there was one fucking day where I almost got in trouble because they went with the older kids up to the roof and smoked pot. At 16? Yeah. Oh, bitch, please. There are 10-year-olds who smoke pot nowadays. I didn't drink until I was 19. Wow. That was what, last year? (laughs) It's actually yesterday. Yeah. All right. So we're going to do things a little bit out of order. First, we are going to discuss each viral dance and then do the runways and the critiques together. Sound good? Okay. All right. We are going to start with Shay and the shake down. Um, I love the yellow and red look and her dances are dancers are in it too. I liked there was the cohesion. Um, please welcome to the stage Tande Rune Dajam. Um, I like that she just was like, you know, I want to say fancy words, and that's gonna be my thing. Um, the dance we will learn is perfect for anyone who was top of their class at Alvin Ailey, so none of us here. Um, part of her dance is the shaky down, shaky down, and shaky down, boom, cha-cha bitch. I wonder what song she's gonna be doing. Um, and then the next moves that she has are even less intelligible than Bibi Zahara Benet's lyrics in um, that song. I feel like she was kind of like going for that. I think she might have been. Um, we all know how I feel about Bibi Zahara Benet and winning that challenge, but that's a different topic. I've been in dance classes where literally they're just speaking consonants at you and you're just like, what are you saying? They're like, it's kakata kakata kum ko ka ka. I'm like, what? I don't know what that means. Ratikitiki ta ta. No, 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 no. Like this um, is in ballroom. I'm in ballet class. <laughs> I thought this was a very fun video. It was very easy to do. I mean, I can do the the thing that they were doing. Yeah, very easy. Um, will either of you be doing the shake down challenge? No. I think out of all of them, that's the only one I could probably could do. Except okay, for so great. Please do it. I'll do it. Great. Right now. 
No, not right now. I want you to film it and then put it on Instagram because you don't want to do TikTok. You're asking a lot for $3, girl. Uh, no, I said that for jinxes. This one you get no money for. No. This one will bring you fame. This will bring you fame. Well, uh... <laughs> yes. All right. Oh, wait, Next up, booty. Jada Essence Hall, the Divas Essential Dance Challenge. I hate this look and the hair is flat, but maybe it's a commentary on TikTokers and how terrible they all look. Um, Jesus Christ. She tells us that we can be a sickening diva if we follow these easy steps. Step one, walk it out. Step two, look out for paparazzi. Step three, give them a show. Step four, create a distraction. Look over there. Perfect. This was well done. Yeah. Um, And I feel like there are a lot of divas I know that follow those steps on a nightly basis. Are you looking at two of them? Um, paparazzi is always chasing me oh yeah you know it I love that the song that she had was Sissy That Walk because it kind of is the perfect diva song Mm -hmm. and it fit very well into it Um, will either of you be doing the Divas Essential Dance Challenge Um, probably not if I'm being honest I don't think any of these dance challenges are worthy of going viral but yeah I think Jadis falls in the like cringy dance challenge video uh-huh, it's like uh-huh. you're doing it good for you and i'm not gonna do it that's fair the vivian and the vivio uh take a drink every time she says vivio um move we'll number die. one i know right move number one is the roly-poly and i can do that when i get out of bed um same with the teddy bear roll uh the macy made no sense i don't get the reference is there a reference or is she just trying to pick letters that she can spell what was the macy it was that um a c y or whatever which way the letter sticks yeah i don't know um and the high kick i actually can do a high kick uh shocking to many but i can actually do a high kick so right now i can't there's no room here um sorry but i wish there was more of a correspondence with the song and the dance she had more naked um almost like it was the last song available for her to pick just didn't make any sense with her number i just realized yeah that was wow I didn't even didn't even click what song was she was yeah. dancing to. Also, she did not match her dancers, which was very camp. Like <laughs> they were not in sync whatsoever. <laughs> um, what I will say, the video was fine, but when she did the Vivio eats and the Vivio ride and the Vivio X punchline, that was the best part of the entire video. Mm-hmm. It just took forever to get there. Yeah, I think Born Naked could have been a really good one for Trinity. She was going to do tucking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, will you do the Vivio? No. No, no. <laughs> All right. Raja, the Raja. Hi, everyone. It's Raja is literally how she says on Fashion Photo Review. I mean, I'm not calling her out because I have the same cadence when I record, but um, that's what she's known for. That is her brand. Why uh, did she not do a two boot shoot dance? I don't get it. I wonder if it's that Drag Race told her not to. Because, like, you would think that would be her first choice. Or even would RuPaul would have said something. So good. Polluted. I don't know. Well, she thinks life is tough and challenging, so she should suggest that you do the Raja. R stands for radical radiance. A stands for affirmations. J is for joy. And A stands for awakening. If you combine everything together, you may have your own awakening. Mm. It didn't do anything for me. No. No. 
I think she has the music of Glamazon, and I guess it worked. It was a bit boring, um, but she ended it with "Oh, she's so tall." I was like, "Okay, that's that's funny because she's she's very mm-hmm. tall, very tall young woman, uh, young." Oh, that's funny. Um, I, that's I have a picture me. of her with her, and as she was just towering over me. Very How scary. tall is she? She's at she's got to be at least six three. Okay, so she's an inch taller than me. Work before heels. Um, probably. Yeah. Damn. Um, would you do the Raja? I'd do the two boot scoot. <laughs> Next up, Idi Ali, the odd bod. I love this look. It's so dumb, so Evie. Um, are either of you multi pack of fruit snacks under the bed? What? No, I think I have one under my bed. That's what she was. She was saying she was an, uh, a moldy pack of fruit snacks under the bed. You know, I do have to say this. You pay attention to the so- show so much that I feel like I didn't even watch it. That's my job. That's this is why I when I recap, I make sure everything is all I there for you. Watch the episode before you. I watch it once on my own and then I wa- rewatch it for notes. And um, I, it's professional. I'm a professional. Podcast, I mean, it is. It just makes me feel like I never watched it. I see. It's, it's that's how the, that's why I think when I am able to one day be a drag race historian and and do a full podcast series and in in this kind of way that um, Willem and Alaska do their retrospectives in a way, mm-hmm. it's because I'm able to see how the show has evolved and see the little nooks and crannies. I also watched the edit of the show and I hate being able to say that I know I can fi- fairly certain predict a show and an episode based on how the show is edited. Oh, um, yeah, I wish I, 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 that's for reality TV in general for me also. I wish I had that brain off, but I know that shit now and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, Go, but yeah, going I back to the shaving off brows, that's what you should do. Shave off your brows and then slightly draw your brows a little bit different every time you're in a confessional. So then you can see when they edit how you talk in a confessional based <laughs> on how your brows look. Literally. Um, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I think the first time in recent seasons that I noticed that there was a massive confessional look change was UK two with um, uh, taste because her hair color changed all the time. Oh, and I was like, this is not computing. Something's different. So if I were hair grows, but you can watch the Vivian's hair fade throughout the season. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Oh. All right. Uh, Evie's two dancers had the most character costumes. I enjoyed them. They really got into character had fun. Um, this, I, I'm going to say it. This was very much an Aussie dance because she's a freaky angsty teen. I can't remember it. Well, it was, the sh- it felt like the shortest out of all of them. It did, but it was the most intricate. There were the most moves in it. They just yeah. all blended together. Mm. Um. The song was Lick It Lollipop, and I have literally never heard this RuPaul track ever. I have never heard that song ever. ever. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I think the performance was very good, very on brand, but it was, I mean, in a way, not memorable enough to do because the moves were too hard. Yeah. Um, will either of you do the odd bond? Mm. Now, what mm-hmm. I'm going to say is, if we're if if I were to do a, a drag race inspired dance challenge, I would combine two dances that we all love and know very well: What's Break that? Up Bye Bye and UK Hun. 
you go. Those are the bye, moves. Monica. That's fun. Bye-bye. Yeah, everyone has um, them. Or you do the drag race, like, eight count. Boom, cat, da-da-da-da, eh, eh, donkey kick. <laughs> All that stupid bullshit. Never. Ever. I can't I can't do it. My arms Never, don't ever. spin that no. fast. All right, next up. Jinx Monsoon and the Monsoon Munchie. Of course, she's going to start, like, Maria Von Trapp moments singing with about peanut butter with her uh, ukulele. Very funny. Um, she's not just an internationally tolerated drag superstar. She's also a mom. And she's also a vibrant, vital, sexually active woman. Um very funny she these are things she's been saying for years this is her brand so this was going to be a branding challenge for jinx monsoon was going to be easy Mm -hmm. um but let's learn how to make a pb sando like a cool mom do the kids call it pb sandos no (laughs) i was like okay that's a choice but it's also funny step one on the screen said shimmy scoop slap pull and i was like wait is this jinxes or is this trinities because i feel like that's what some of y'all do when you talk shimmy scoop slap that's good because that if your really... kid wants a snack he could be, get a goddamn job felt very pointed i feel like my mom has said that to me many times before um have your parents ever used that line on you no no wait what was it again sorry if your kid wants a snack, he could get a goddamn job. Oh, oh yeah, my mom wait, said that. Yes, actually, yeah. definitely, definitely. <laughs> very pointed, very pointed. Um, obviously, the song is gonna be peanut butter, and come on, the guy pouring milk on himself was a moment. That was funny. That was great. I'm surprised that she didn't put wow. jelly on it and said, like, must be jelly, because jam don't shake. Like it's a lyric um, in the song. And just so you know, for those wondering, the subtitle said mumbles at the end of it when she had the um, food in her mouth. So no one knows what she actually said. Just Jinx Monsoon. Oh. Uh, will you do the Monsoon Munchie? I will do it in the kitchen. I was say, I'll do okay. it for lunch, yeah. Great. Make sure you film it. Um, we're trying to make you famous, people. <laughs> next up. Next up. Monet Exchange. Money, Monet, Monet. Uh, Trinity had made a great look for her. Is this the dance drag queens do when they get paid well it is now um her number includes sharing money and i would like some money um that's the thing that confused me about this number she was like share the money share the money as do i get money if i if someone does this dance like what is going on i need money so is this only for rich drag queens i guess so it sucks i can't do it then damn it um of course the song is freaky money um i think my prediction here having four backup dancers and money floating down from the sky was the brilliant show's choice and made this a strong video i mean the dance helped no of course the dance helped but like it felt fuller with a full production in a way yeah Yeah, the production Um, value was a lot better I don't know if they all had the choice of having multiple people or just two or four whatever it she did it right. It was is it was the right decision there. Did she have um, two or four? She had two. She had she had two. Jinx had three. Uh, and she then had two. Yeah. Well, Jinx had like five. She had like four kids in the beginning. Oh, you're right. She had she had a family. Uh, like I said, yeah, the, the bunch traps. Yep. Yeah. Um, will you do the Monet Monet Monet? When I get tipped. Um, four, I, can't do it. I don't I don't know if you saw, but Mickey's Weho posted a video of some of their dancers doing it outside of Mickey's Weho. How far are you from Mickey's Weho? Like a ten, uh, 20 minute walk. 
Oh, nice. Cool. You're going to go a lot? Yes. Amazing. I love the bars down there. Yeah. My favorite is the Abbey, though. Yeah, because it's fancy. No. I went to Rocco's. It's a classic. Wait, is it? the other? I did I did Rocco's and then Ray Latrey invited us to was it Beaches? Is that the other one? I only went to Mickey's because fucking Liam only took me to Mickey's and I was like, I want to go to other places. Like, no, we're only gonna be like, there's literally so many bars. Like Gabriel. I know. I'll have to come visit. We'll go to all of them. Yeah. Because you're I mean, gonna be so famous by then. I'm trying, girl. It's really hard without any of my shit. So, well, <laughs> so you maybe have nothing. Maybe if you do Trinity the Tuck's Tucking Dance Challenge, you'll be even more famous. I'm literally considered buying all new makeup to go out. All right. I'm going to say it. I hated her look. It's not branding at all. I don't know why she was just wearing Leah's heart. It was ugly. It was stupid. Uh, Trinity is just one of those queens who knows how to play the game of drag race. She picks up on the cues and clues that Rue says and incorporates them into her assignments. Mm-hmm. Is she good off the show? I don't know. Maybe she is. But she is a success on Drag Race because she caters straight to RuPaul. I don't oh. know if you listen to it. Rue was laughing the most out of this one throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, because I didn't find it funny, but Rue found it funny, and that's the name of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Because like even her talent show on our original All Stars was how Not to talk. Funny not funny exactly it's redundant um how many queens do this dance when they get ready for the gig i don't know because like tucking i feel like at least with the people i surround myself with tucking isn't really like a thing speak for yourself i mean i don't talk with tape <laughs> i'm not a tape tucker but well exactly I... that's what I mean by like tucking like people that like really like tape and like you know oh yeah no that's like if you want your pussy out things up and squeeze this and push that no like i i don't think i've ever actually tucks like that anymore i put on a tucking panty and six layers of tights yeah um i wish she was doing the demo on the sexy boys because that would have been cute um the song she had was the realness which didn't really fit but the boys were really in character for this they were not enjoying the tucking part of it um, will you be doing the tucking dance challenge? No, no, unless I could do it on the boys, exactly. All right, now we're finally, finally, finally getting to the runway. Are you ready? Oh, god, Let me get the pictures up. Category is what lies beneath serve many reveals, aka in honor of the runway, we will play a top or below me. What? So it's instead of Tudor Boot, it's a top, top or below me. Basically, those are two double entendres that I'm using for, for this. God. Great. Yeah. I got the pun. It's going to understand. It's okay. We got there. We got there. All right. Shea Coulee. Satin Gown and Hostess Dress by Sarah Rosalind. Ostrich Duster by Tiger Lily. Hair by Marcos Wiggs. Nails by BB Nails. She starts out in a sultry ostrich robe and to a sultry sheer robe and then a silk negligee very very sexy um i like the color story here it's an easy reveal not reinventing the wheel at all i love her sex me now hair but i expect more from shay and i'm afraid that her look was the reason she didn't get a top spot this week probably it just is boring yeah she looks gorgeous and it looks gorgeous like Mm -hmm. i would say i like all the looks but it's just boring Again, especially yeah. compared to everyone else on that stage, she just didn't do anything fresh. 
not innovative. No, not at all. And also, you know, in a reveal. Yeah, there were really reveals. There were just like that's not a reveal. No, no. Michelle says it was so fun and she gave her best Debbie Allen. It was a dance she could actually see herself learning. She appreciated that she actually put a cha-cha in there with the look. She loves the reveal when she turned around. Ben says that she has the power to play a character that's comically holier than thou, but there's so much humanity and warmth underneath that he never feels put off. Carson loves the 1920s and 1930s glamour. He is a sucker for a giant marabou dressing get jacket. The hair and makeup was beyond. Um, I will give it the very softest of a top. Yeah, it's a safe top. It's a blouse. I'll see. It's a below me. I don't like All it. Right. Audience, very split. 51% a top, 49% below me. Next up, Jada Essence Hall. Look by Joshua Naponte, hair by Edward Scissorhands. Uh, Jada walks like a woman in this four seasons inspired look. Get it? Get it from the Broadway reference? Um, She starts with a very drag iridescent coat with a hood representing winter, a very whimsical floral spring gown with a fairy tale top. Summer is a beach gown with a very Miami print. And then Mm -hmm. the wind is the fall with the leaves. That was the best one possible. Um, As a combo for. Yeah, as a combo for great. There are certainly better garments than others. Overall, very smart concept. Yes. The, yeah. I, honestly, the looks I feel like just got better and better. They like, did. They really which is did. What a reveal should be. They should always get better. I hate when a girl does a reveal and it's just worse than what she was originally wearing. Yeah, I loved on, her on. fall look so much. It was beautiful. So good. And was nothing beautiful. was left on the stage. Everything nothing. folded in on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Very, very smart. Michelle says it was funny and incorporating her look over there was very smart. Carson says it was very on brand for her as she is a fierce diva. He loved the nutmeg spice color story she had going on with the wig and the dress. Ben says that the looks are insane and impressive. He says it was satisfying that they are all floor length. It is a top for me. Yeah, it's a top. It's a top. Audience, 93% a top, 7% below me. Mm Mm-hmm. The Vivian hair by Sophia's wig creations, jewels by Bling 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 UK, look by Christopher Hardcastle. She is giving us the witch from Into the Woods. I hope we never ever have to have Ben Platt in this show ever. Um, the clock is very the, the the cloak is very fall, but the blue and green gown absolutely stunning. Like it's magical. I think I want one. And then she's like, I'm not done. She's ready to run as the gown turns into pants. Do you think her lame was actually really stolen from a production of Wicked? And if so, do you think she can get arrested for a thievery? Wait, her, Remember how she, she also stole a crown? She, she, she stole a crown from Davina DeCampo, too. So this is the second uh, time she's admitted thieves. Thievery! Um, I wonder what she just she said it was the fabric was from Wicked. So I don't know if this is just a yeah, funny ha-ha. Or, I think it's definitely or, a funny ha-ha because I know these Wicked costumes and I can't think of what costume it would be. Yeah, I don't know. What did you think of the look? I thought it was gorgeous. I don't know if the two pieces were made to be to, like... I don't think so either. I think she kind of just, like... What I think happened is she... They probably were given, like, a category of reveals. And then they switched it. And then they're like, we need to have a lot of reveals. So she's like, I'm going to add this cloak to it. Yeah, very possible. Mm. But one thing I do not like... It's her hip pads. Oh my god, they were atrocious. Too wide oh. for you? 
No, it's not that they were too They're wide. Too no, you can like see they look like a hip pad. Yeah. One pair of tights on. Like, yeah, it, it like looks like a chicken cutlet. Like it really? looks bad, and I'm like Vivian, like you're better than this. But well, yeah, I want that fabric. It's gorgeous. Rue says she wants to dial up the Vivio because she thinks that's what the kids do. Dial it up. Uh, Michelle says where she couldn't wait to learn Shay's dance, she would literally never would learn her dance, but that was part of the fun of it. Ben Platt claims he's a captain of the theater nerds, and I do not remember voting his stupid face to that position, but he says he's loving the Into the Woods illusion and is drawn to her face, saying he's lucky to see it in person. He loved the added layer of the super trooper with boots. He says she was a pleasure to watch. Yeah, it did kind of go like Mamma Mia super trooper at the end. She did. She did. Um, also, do you, either of you have a pearl necklace? What is the meaning behind a pearl necklace? I don't know. Like, I don't get it. That's something like that. I was like, okay, cool. It's a new gay thing. I don't get it. Anyway. They're like wearing it, but it's like, I don't understand what it means to have more than one. Right. Um, it's a top for me. I like this look. It's a top. Yeah. I Audience, I don't know what you were smoking. Forty-one percent atop, fifty-nine percent below me. They were not here Where's for the it. Who's the hip pads? Yeah, Raja. Look by Raja, which apparently she was making prior to being cast on the show. Uh, well, she was definitely on drugs during the conception of this look. She is wearing these multicolor chevron cloak, and then whatever she reveals into is like resort wear, but also burns my eyes. But it's Raja, and it's cool. And then the cat suit, because why not? Power of threes. It's fashion. I like this, but I'm also like, I don't get it. Compared to the rest of the cast, this is not a good place to be. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This is like a this is like a, a below below me. Like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Sorry, I like zoned out for a second. Who are we talking about again? Raja. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. With a flamingo. It's no, it's not. It's a it's a flamingo on her head. It's a flamingo on her head, yeah. Oh, yeah, but, like, I thought you meant the whole look as a flamingo. Like, where the fuck does a Venus flytrap come in? Yeah, yeah, it didn't make much sense. The colors are fun. I like the colors. I don't like the outfit. Colors are great. What the hell is this gray wig? That's her hair. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. It's her hair. She wears her own hair now. She might do extensions, but she's great. So that definitely has to be extensions because her hair was like to her shoulder, yeah. I think, when I saw her. Uh, Rue says it was fun. She says with the outfits, she is one twist bitch. Carson says she was giving them a new age Macarena. It's not about the dancing. It's about the branding. Michelle says this runway was so amazing. And it was so colorful with the rhinestones and the giant rhinestone flamingo on her head. And then she had a Venus flytrap onesie with bright pink ruffled gloves, which she finds magical. And Ben says he enjoys organized chaos. So he was able to enjoy the feasts as no matter where he looked, there's something really particular and be- deliberate. He says her eyes are so gorgeous. I'm going to, again, give it a very safe atop because I do like it. I just don't get it because it's Raja. Are you smoking what the judges are smoking? It's possible. Very possible. This is like, okay, it is not organized chaos. This is just chaos. She has absolutely no shape until she is wearing nothing but a cat suit. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why everyone's praising her for doing nothing. So you're going to go below me. Oh, I'm. it's l- easily one of the worst looks I've ever seen. Okay. Miss Amanda, please. 
she's she's her fashion sense is very maximalism she's not take one thing off before you leave the house it's she's put five more things on (laughs) um I like the colors of it but I I just don't understand it so yeah I don't know it's like a a nooch I don't love it or I don't hate it it's just kind of there the audience 83 percent atop 17 percent below me why? Why? I don't know. Okay. okay, I seem like a Raj hater. I literally have nothing against her. <laughs> I just think that it's just overhyped. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Next Austin up, is a Violet Chachki fan. That's all. Ooh, Evie Oddly, look by Ms. Bougie. Um, she's Evie Oddly, and oddly enough, I really like this bug look. I hate that she did a bug look already this season, though. She goes from cocoon, then she's dissected with gooey shit, but then when she serves that final cat suit, I really liked it. She looks incredible. The colors are wonderful, and I love that face mask. It's like a zombie bug. Mm. Mm. She's the bug that diabetic ate. There it is. We love the only thing that. The only thing that like was a bummer is when she like did the goo, it fell off her hand too early. Yeah, she wasn't happy about that. I can tell. But they didn't like on a normal season, they would put like the shade rattle and be like, she fucked up. But I like that on all stars. It was just like, just let it happen. She's playing it off well. Just keep moving. Aussie, would you wear this? Probably. I just don't know if I like it for the challenge. That's fair. It's not really revealing to me. It's more like a performance. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Ben says he has a lot of experience with angsty teens with Dear Evan Hansen, so she'd be very popular with that demographic. He thought it was a very strange look. Um, Carson likes that the look was a bandage dress, but it's a jumpsuit. And Michelle loves there were stones that placed well and thinks the makeup again is something she's never seen her do before. I'll give it a top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Audience. Agrees with Austy. 45% on top, 55% below me. Interesting. Jinx Monsoon. Look by Mr. Gorgeous Hair by Wig Chapel. She is brilliant. Crown her now. She is serving you art, but not one style of art or artist. Four in one, and they are all incredible. First, we get a Picasso-inspired suit, then a beautiful Monet-inspired gown, then a Warhol-inspired dress, and finally a Klimt-inspired gown. This was so good and smart, and I loved it. She looked fashion and she looked original, and this is a new side of Jinx, and we should be celebrating this. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh god. What are you going to do, Austi? Say it. Just you're gonna get a lot of hate mail from me. Okay. Uh, no, I mean it's okay, but like when your voice gets that high, you don't believe though you just said. No, I do th- well, okay. So my favorite one out of the four would definitely be the first one. And then yes. probably the third one. So you're wearing the first one. But I don't know. I think it was just the delivery. But she okay. was like, not a reveal queen. And like, I feel like she really struggled to like reveal some of them. Okay. Not everyone could be Holly Box Springs. I mean, look at me judging over here. And like, I probably couldn't do half of what they're doing. So like, don't listen to me. I can pull up that video of you taking off your jacket. Your pink jacket at Stonewall. You had a bit of a struggle. My pink jacket <laughs> at Stonewall? What? One of your performances, the one that I filmed, you, you had a little bit of struggle taking off your jacket at one point. Wow, she don't even remember. Yeah, it. I was wearing a coat. Yeah, you were wearing your pink coat that you made with the, the whole pink outfit with your bell bottoms and the coat you made. 
I wore that in a performance. What was I thinking? Uh-huh. So hot. Amanda, did you like uh-huh. this look? I did. I really did. I thought it was really and like the um pop art one, I think because the la- was it the last All Stars they did pop art as well? Yeah. Or was it yes, was and last I think I think Jinx's is more way nicer than anyone else's. Michelle calls her a twisted bitch. She says everything she did was funnier than the next. Carson says she looked stunning in the video as she was giving the real drag wives of Beverly Hills in this Versace onesie with a glittery jacket. He said it was a tour de farce. Ben says she looks the most exciting for him because he was an art history major for seven weeks before dropping out. He's such an inspiration to kids, isn't he? He said each look topped the one before and it was incredibly impressive and she is one of the funniest people that he knows. I'll give it a top. I'll give it a top. I'll give it a top too. The audience, 97% a top, 3% below me. Monet Exchange, look by Florence DeLee, hair by Bria Chianti. It is a history lesson, Black empowerment moment. We start with Harriet Tubman, then go to Black Panther, and finally a Black Lives Matter inspired dress that says, and we still fight. I think this was a great moment. And while it wasn't the silent moment we had with Simone, the importance of this garment was not lost. Yeah. This was a very strong moment for Monet. I agree. I, I also, like, I'm the kind of person who, like, hates when words are on garments like that but i think hers works really well because yes. i don't know it just fits the silhouette of her dress so well where sometimes it just looks like someone took like marker and wrote on a cape or whatever and also so the like, font of it like it was well yeah. done well great job really- florence yes this is incredible Michelle says she looks like the giant green giant from around the way. She can see the dance totally being a thing. She says on the runway part of drag is able being able to deliver a conscious message. And it was very powerful. It was a powerful, important and relevant. And it was an honor. She wore it. Ben says the energy in the video made him feel like he was in such good hands and he was along for the ride. And it was a viral marketable idea to have something online when people get paid. And Rue says they have a platform and they get to speak to things that are important. And she did it so well. Yes, a top for me. It's a top. I agree. Full oh, I think you're debating. I was like, no, no, no I was sorry. Like, I was like, it. My, I was, yeah. My brain took a second to comprehend what we were saying. The audience, ninety-eight percent a top, two percent below me. What? Two percent racist. All right. Two percent racist. Say their names. Say their and names. And finally, Trinity the top, yeah, by Edward Scissorhands, Jewels by Rocks by Cox, Look by Anthony Ladd Caney. Well, she's rosy. She looks like a flower, and then she reveals flowers to show her hips. That then her dress comes off, and we see a pussy reveal. Um, she says that burlesque is a fancy word for stripper, and with that statement alone, I would give her a boot. Uh, bitch, stop in your mouth. You're not funny. And no, that is not what burlesque is, bitch. Yeah, I let me tell you, this is my favorite. Would you oh. wear it? Oh yeah. For sure. No, it's not my favorite, but I do, I do like it. It's it, honestly, it is gorgeous. It's very, it's very well crafted. Really gorgeous. The reveals eh. they didn't do much. They didn't add anything because, again, if the goal of a reveal is to reveal better, it was. It literally was just removing, and it didn't get to yeah. the heart of what the look should be. So, is it is it more burlesque than um, a reveal? Yes. Yes. I think I think it's gorgeous. So I would probably give it a top in that aspect, but like in terms of the reveal, 
mm-hmm. below me because it's just, the reveal seems like an afterthought. That's fair. Yeah, it just looked like she was getting undressed. Ben but, says the oh, go ahead. Creative. Hmm? That was very. I didn't expect the hips. Yeah, that was very, cool. Oh, that, yeah. Ben says the video was hilarious and said the tuck motif was so specific and her and she keeps finding new things that make it fresh every time. Michelle says the beautiful burlesque number on the runway was beautifully made and deliciously executed. Um, yeah, I'm very much in the, exactly where you are with it, Austi. Um, based on a look, and if we're going off of what the look is, I will give it a top, but I'm not a fan of what she did because it didn't succeed in what the challenge was. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I can see that. Audience, 82% atop, 18% below me. Mm-hmm. Well, Rue has made some decisions, and the decisions are that the top two are Jinx, Monsoon, and Monet Exchange. Do you agree? I agree with Monet. Okay. Yeah. I, don't I personally agree with Jinx. Jinx was hilarious, but I like shades better dancing yeah i i and i I, i've said already i think if shay's runway was better she would have knocked jinx out but but jinx was great on the runway and very good in the number i agree yeah it's like it could have been such good production like give the two people with one like but i think that's also intentional from the producers they don't want to give both of them the reward this quickly because if you make Shay push harder next episode, she's like, I'm the only one who has one star. Now I'm going to either work my ass off or they can give her like, well, she never succeeded kind of at it. Yeah. She flopped. So you don't want to give them both the reward now because then it just derails the rest of the season. Um, so they're each getting $5,000 from Snag Tight. It's like extra money. Uh, other sponsors, step it up. <laughs> give I'm these sorry. girls some I'm money. Business. Jesus. I've looked at like I've I've seen so many ads for snag tights and I'm like oh I'll buy something and like I never find anything that I would wear. No, no. Well, luckily for them, it's not a gift card for five thousand dollars to snag tights. It's actually just cash money. Could you imagine what would you do with five thousand dollars to snag tights? Just buy shit. I mean, they're also expensive, so you could maybe buy like four pairs of fishnets, and that's it. <laughs> five thousand dollars. <laughs> like, God, why are tights seventy five dollars and up? Well, I mean, they can, like, um, if you're like trying to color correct, or if you're really trying to like get sure. the best color, yeah, that's fair. Okay, for the first time in Drag Race history, they will be doing a spoken word lip sync performance, and I kid you not, the second I heard that they were doing this, I knew exactly what monologue was about to be coming out their mouths. It is the classic Julia Sugarbaker scene from Designing Women that every drag queen has done before. Um, I am obsessed. Well, that's because you're infants. You're literal infants. Um, Have you seen drag queens do this number before? Have you seen drag queens do this number before? Have you ever checking. been to a drag show in New York City? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, classic. Now, I don't know if this is in Jinx's repertoire, but I have been told that Monet has won a pageant with this number included in their mix. So advantage Monet exchange, 100%. Yeah. Um, I think what happened was Monet went big with the performance and it was great. Jinx got into character in a more realistic way. Um, but if I had to critique it, both did well, but Monet was just the draggier version, and that's what I want to see on Drag Race. Yeah. Honestly, I wish they would do, like, well, I wish they would do, like, a double crowning, like, for a winner, because that would be gaggy to block two people. But also, the minute I found out that it was this monologue, I knew Monet was going to win. Yeah. Because yeah. every New York queen does it. Yeah. And they just do it well. And the, well, I wouldn't say it well. Monet did it well. <laughs> um, would you like to name who has not done it well? Please do. Amanda, please. I've never done it. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I mean, I don't want to like call people out, but just like it's it's almost like a rite of passage. Every baby. Oh, queen, absolutely. You know, that's fair. Go to. Uh, but I think now yeah. it's either going to be everyone again will do it again, or it's going to be like. We're done. We cut We're it off. Done. No one is ever allowed to do it again. I hope no, it's no one do this monologue. No one do this is me from fucking Greatest Showman ever again, please. All right. It is blocking time. Who is Monet going to pick? Well, everyone better know what the secret of the plunger is because she blocks Raja. Was this the right move, friends? No. She should have blocked. She blocked. Like Vivian. Yeah. Now, we have heard Miss Monet Change say that she is a fan of Survivor. She would she's playing the game Cutthroat. If she was playing to win and secure a spot for herself, there is one person she should have blocked. Jinx. No, Shay. No. To make sure Shay is out of contention. Yeah, because she was tied with her. That would make sure there was no chance for her to ever pass her. But, like, when you have all these other people above you, why would you go to the one person below you? Because it's less competition, especially if you already think that Jinx and Jada have spots, and then you're competing with one less person for two more spots. But see, the thing also... It's all about the odds. Like, well, it is all about the odds, but now that you have two, you're on the level of everyone with two, so you're going to pick the person who is even closer to passing. So she has two... So then that right, leaves Vivian, um, Raja, Evie, but who's going to block Evie? And, the, and then I think that's it, right? Oh, Trinity, but she's not going to block Trinity because they're in an alliance. So it's like out of the so, three, who is more likely to win? She picked Raja? Yeah, I mean, Vivian would have been a smarter choice, especially because she did block her before. Um, or, but no. And also they're predicting it's going to be a Rusical next week. They were talking about it being a Rusical. So I was like, if you're already thinking that, wouldn't you want to go for one of yeah. the musical queens? True. Yeah, I mean, right. I, yeah, she should have blocked like Jinx or Bib. Well, she right. could well, Yeah, she couldn't block oh, Jinx. Right. Was safe. I wish they could. They just turn. We got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? Okay. Sure. It's about to get roasty toasty next week. Who do you think will do well? Jinx. Yeah, obviously Jinx. Um, 
yeah, Jinx has been very, very good when it comes to comedy. Um, I don't remember offhand if any of the others have won roast challenges before, but I'm fairly certain anytime that Trinity opens her mouth, she does well in these stupid challenges. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think Shay did well in, didn't Shay do well in her roast challenge too? I think she did. She opened um, her roast. Right. That will be interesting. I think so. Was that a roast or? Well, no, because she was also in the, um, wasn't she in the season with, uh, she was in Pheromone season, right? Yeah. Uh, Let's get this roast chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Farrah and Alexis. Remember that? Um, Will we get more spoken word lips things? What will be next? I'm going to say it right now. It will most likely, if we're going to do it, be Mrs. White's flame monologue from Clue. Oh, I hope so. Which one? Flames, flames. Yeah, it's definitely going to be that. Side of my face. If you're going to do another one, that's probably the number two most used monologue. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've. No, don't say you have not seen it because you have if you've watched, seen it before. If you've watched, uh, you know these, you know that monologue because Katya every episode for a while was just quoting Clue as her opener. I don't know. So, what would you like to see, or do you not want to see any more spoken word? I can see one of those, like, uh, the Legally Blonde monologue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about that could work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After nine episodes, the winner of the season is? For me, I'm going to say Jada or Trinity. All right. Amanda? Either Jada or Jinx. Oh, Unless... Yeah. But like Unless our- there's some shady business, it's got to be Jinx um, because she is an excellent lip sticker. She's doing incredibly well. Um, I'm ready to give her the crown. I love Jinx Monsoon so much. The fact that she's been blocked twice and she's still in first, tied for first place. She's that good. Yeah. She is yeah. such a good drag would, artist. She would have four stars right now. She would. Woof. I definitely think she's going to win, but I want Trinity or Jada to win. All right. Well, where can we find you both on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Let's start with Amanda, please. Thank you. All right. <laughs> yeah, pull up your list. Um, you can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at AmandaPlease.nyc. On Venmo, it's AmandaPleaseNYC. And you can see me biweekly um, at Life Rooftop uh, near Columbus Circle uh, at... 2 p.m. every other Sunday. Uh, me and my drag family do a afternoon show there from 2 to 6. Amazing. And Miss Austi Cosmetics. Why do you call me that? Should that just be my last name now? Cosmetics. Maybe. Um, you can find me on Instagram. I have two different ones. That's mx.austi. Um, Austi spelled A-U-S-T-I-E. That's my drag Instagram. Or my cosmetic page is Austi Cosmetics. Um, yeah, shopbossycosmetics.com. Amazing. Well, this was so much fun. Thank you both for being here. Yay. Thank you for having me. Having us. A huge thanks to Austin and Amanda for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blog talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.